What up, guys? James from Bolt Bros here. Wanted to be able to just chat a little bit about the 2023 Chargers and kind of the state of where they're at as a team. Um, you know, we got a lot to talk about on this. And I'd love to be able to get into it. And uh, we'll kind of give a little bit of a recap of last year, too, to start it out. So let's get into it. All right, so let's start talking about from the top, which is these guys, Brandon Staley, Tom Telesco. You know, and, and just to kind of go to talk about them, I mean, I know a lot of people are talking about Brandon Staley being on the hot seat. You know, the same could be said about Tom Telesco too. You know, we got to be able to find the ability to get this team to the next level and, and find that extra gear as a team. You know, I'm a big fan of Brandon Staley. I think Tom Telesco has become a better GM since Brandon Staley's there. I think that our drafting has been a lot more efficient as a team all around. So I think that there has been progress there. Um, and I think it starts with Brandon Staley being a much better, maybe possible eye for, um, you know, talent that fits well for this team all around. It makes me think a lot about some of the past coaches that have been under Tom Telesco, Mike McCoy. Anthony Lynn, were they not as good at seeing talent or were they just relying on Tom Telesco to make the right choices for this team? Who knows? Um, you know, sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss with picks. I mean, what he has done so far as a GM, he has done a good job of getting some really homegrown based talent. And right now, as you know, 2023 Chargers is stacked right now with a lot of guys that we've drafted and a lot of good moves up to save in 2022. A lot of pickups with the Khalil Mack with the, the, the bash move with J.C. Jackson. Now, we'll see how that one pans out this year. That's a bigger, bigger move for this year and what could potentially put this team to a whole nother level with J.C. Jackson. You got Austin Johnson, and you've really been able to find good talent to surround your team through the draft. I mean, Jamari Sawyer, slam dunk last year. I mean, that guy probably saved our season after – uh, Rashawn Slater went down. That's a big, big move all around. So I'm not trying to sit there and jump too heavily on the Tom Telesco side of things. But guys, I know there's a lot of talk about Tom Telesco not being that great of a GM. But I'll say this. Look at a lot of the good versus a lot of the bad. I think in general, we have done a very good job of getting to a extremely loaded 2023 Chargers team. So big move. Now, with Brandon Staley, last year, what do we have? We were at a point where 6-6 six and six of the season, kind of unsure. Really, I'll point this out as his career. He's had winning seasons his first two seasons. You can't say that a lot of teams have that ability to do something like that. Um, not a lot of first-time head coaches have the ability to do that. Generally, it's a lot of growing for them. But that's one thing I really hang my hat on, 9-8. and eight. Last year, 10-7. and seven. Got to the playoffs. That's a big step for this team. That's a big, big step for them to be able to get to that point. Now, I'll say this. Brandon Staley just needs to be able to get to that extra level this year. So this is a big, big year for him. Massive year that he needs to be able to come in and really show what he could do. And I do feel we saw glimpses last year in the defense after we went 6-6 six and six and went with a four-game win streak. There was the defense was gelling quite a bit. There was like efficient play i think even the niners game was kind of a very good game which we ultimately ended up losing 
but it was an extremely well called game. So I think the defense is getting better. I think Brandon Staley is getting better. I think that the additions this year that I'll speak about for 2023 in the state of this team has only gotten this team to become a much stronger team all around. So that's my state of where we're at. Kind of the recap of last year. I'm not going to talk about the playoff game, but hey, there was progress there. And then there was regression there too. So moving on. Um, this guy, you know who our guy is. Jay Herb. Yeah, Justin Herbert, man. You know, absolute stud. We all know who he is. We all know who he is. The league knows who he is. Is just about trying to get this guy to be on field with just a great set of players, healthy players, I should say, and himself to be healthy, that he could just, the sky's the limit with this guy. He has the ability to do some amazing things. I mean, you got to think of his last three years as a team, NFL record, 103 offensive touchdowns in his first three years, uh, second in NFL history behind behind Dan Marino for most touch passes, touchdown passes in the first three years of his playing career at 94, 287.5 career passing yards per game, second all-time in league history behind Patrick Mahomes. I mean, getting thrown into the game in 2020, which was a shocking thing when Tyrod Taylor got the jab to his uh, lung, and he just looked like he knew what he was doing instantly. And that was game two of 2020. I mean, it's insane. I always lean my hat on that, that Raiders game, week 18, uh, in 2021, I mean, you just saw the the assassin ability of Justin Herbert and making the plays when necessary. This guy has so much potential and definitely is a guy that's projected as a potential MVP candidate this year, specifically for more coaching additions, which I'll chat about earlier or later on in this video. Crazy stat, though. His passer rating has decreased since the, his rookie campaign. You know, you could say maybe there's a coaching staff change. Maybe there's different philosophies, but there was a lot of throwing the ball deep in 2020, which obviously ultimately allowed him to be able to win the offensive rookie of the year. His win totals have in increased each year, but at the same side, he has pass rating has decreased the last couple of years. Last year kind of could have been, hey, he was dealing with a lot of fourth stringers, you know, fifth stringers, guys from practice squad as players to be able to throw the ball to um so it's tough tough to be able to kind of have that but overall he has a 25 25 record in his nfl career he has a 70.9 completion percentage with 52 touch uh touchdowns nine picks and 103.6 rating in wins that's crazy so he basically has to be able to get to a high level base play where he has a high level of passer rating, where he's actually 13 and three when he has a hundred passer rating uh, and above that's massive. So we really, it's, it's hard to be able to schedule out basically, Hey, I'm going to make sure that Justin Herbert has a hundred passer rating every single game. So we could have the best chance to be 13 and three for his history. Um, can't really schedule that out and actually plan out a game to make that work. But at the same side, we got a guy as an offensive coordinator I'll talk about here in a little bit that could be that guy that elevates him to be that guy to where he'll have over 100 pass rating. Sky's the limit with this guy. Um, I mean, I'll say on, on the other side, he's 62.8 completion percentage with 43 passing touchdowns, 26 picks when he's at 86.1 passer rating in the losses. So we really got to get him up to that point 
even to say in the 90-ish range and above, I think really puts us at a point where we could actually be a much more efficient team and get a lot more wins all around. So let's go, Justin Herbert. Big season for him. I see a massive season for him. Now, this is the guy I was kind of alluding to. Kellen Moore, we know what he's done. I mean, he's had multiple top offenses with Dallas Cowboys. He has had an ability to be able to even get a backup quarterback, Cooper Rush, to be able to come in and be efficient still. Four and one when Cooper Rush was the starter last year for the Dallas Cowboys. He knows what he's doing. He understands what he's doing. He's been saying, hey, look, this team is going to be throwing on a jet stream. We're going to be bombing the ball downfield. We got plenty of great targets for this guy to be able to throw to Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Gerald Everett. Uh, you know, we'll even talk about the draft class. We got, you know, your Quentin, Quentin Johnston. You got basically guys that are much speedier on this team. We have an extremely deep wide receiving core on this team. And I think, to be honest, this is going to be a fun, fun year for this offense. And I think that's why I'm saying Justin Herbert has the ability to be able to have a massive, massive year because he's got all the weapons he needs. You know, Austin Eckler, there's kind of some weird, crazy rumors saying that there's a possibility to get traded. I mean, that's really going to be contingent on if Joshua Kelly and Isaiah Spiller could take those next leap. I don't know if that's really going to happen or not, but we'll see. But having Austin Eckler, you know, he's a touchdown machine. He could easily have another 20 something touchdown season this year. He's got a nose for the, for the end zone, but is it going to be a fit for Kellen Moore's offense? Who knows? We'll see, but I'll say this. Kellen Moore has been one of the biggest acquisitions for this team. We didn't even let that guy be unemployed for five minutes after he got let go by the Dallas Cowboys. That's a great move by Tom Telesco and Brandon Staley. When they knew he was out there, they went after him and did not let him leave the building. He is going to be the offensive coordinator for the Chargers. Now, bigger side of that too, you know, Joe Lombardi, first two years. First year wasn't bad as an offensive coordinator. Second year was just an absolute mess. Couldn't change at all as an offensive coordinator. This year, I think Brandon Staley doesn't need to focus too heavily on the offensive side this year. I think Kellen Moore's got this controlled. I think he's got the ability to really take control of this offense and really put this offense more on Kellen Moore's side, less on Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley then I think could work more on the defense and being just a head coach of this team. That's what you want. You want a guy who could just take take the reins and go ahead and make it happen. It's going to be a fun year for the offensive side, guys, and I'm looking forward to it. Moving on, this is one of the guys that's going to be a big, big acquisition for this team. Quentin Johnston. I wasn't a big fan initially at first. I thought, man, oh, man, we should have gotten for more speed. But, man, the more I find out about Quentin Johnston, this guy seems like he could be the real deal for our team. It's exciting to be able to have a guy, another big, tall guy with next to Mike Williams. A guy that looks like he has a lot more elusiveness, ability, quick feet, ability to be slippery after the catch. Uh, basically get the get more yards after catch. And I've been saying that for last year. I said, we don't got a yak guy. This is our yak guy. This is our guy that can really take the ball to the house every time he gets the ball in his hands. He's going to be really, really fun to watch. And I cannot wait to see him going in there this year and see what he's potential his potential even talked about in some interviews he wants to be over a thousand yards he wants to get to the pro bowl hey he's got a quarterback that could throw the ball to him and last pick 21 wide receiver i could think about was justin jefferson hey he could be the real deal for us and i'm excited about it 
This is a great move by the Chargers to be able to add more height, a guy that's elusive, a guy that's slippery, the guy that can get the ball downfield and get extra yards. So I'm excited about Quentin Johnston. Great pickup by Tom Telesco and Brandon Staley. I love seeing this one. And rookies are in camp right now. Excited to hear a little bit more about news about them being in camp and, uh, and learning this team and to be on this team and, and learning the philosophy of this team. Moving on. Derek Ainsley, defense. You know, that's a shift that we've had here. We've we've moved on, had Derek Ainsley move up from a quarterbacks um, and be our guy for a defensive coordinator. He brings a lot of energy to this team. You know, I'm not sure exactly how much hands-on that he's going to have with the defensive play calling, but I, I know he'll be a part of the defensive strategy each game. He's going to learn a lot from Brandon Staley on this. I'm excited to be able to see him grow within this team. Um, you know, there was a lot of hot talk about him being – hot commodity that people wanted to bring as a defensive coordinator on their team. You know, now he's got the opportunity to have the title as a defensive coordinator for the chargers. So excited to see what he brings to this team. He did great with our cornerbacks. I hope that we're going to have accelerating um, play still at the cornerback side, JC Jackson. We'll see where he's at, but we know Mike Davis, who's in this photo right here, had a great year when he stepped in, um, you know, Asante Samuel had a big leap last year as a cornerback here too, especially in that playoff game. Massive, massive. You hope that momentum's going to keep going for this year and that growth is going to be this year under Derek Ainsley. And then you got Josh Howard, who's now going to be our linebacking coach. Basically from a cornerback to a linebacker coach, he's really, really emphasizing a lot of coverage ability for the linebackers with Eric Kendricks being now a part of this whole thing. You know, now this is the first time Brandon State has really had a a guy who has been in the league and has done it and been there and done that and has success at being a middle linebacker for this team, for his team, I should say. This is going to be a big move for us. We got a guy now that could be the leader of this defense, putting guys in the right assignments, making the right reads. Eric Kendricks has had some phenomenal years as a linebacker, and I'm excited to be able to see that addition too. Front end of our defense, we've Really brought in some really good guys. Scott Matlock is one guy that comes to mind that I think could be a, a good, good addition to this team. We also have our defensive line. We brought Morgan Fox back. We got Bash. We got Austin Johnson. We've gotten guys that we've really added this team. And on top of that, Tuli Tupulotu, we've added him also too to this defense. And we'll chat a little bit more about that too. So this defense is loaded. It's got all our guys that you really, really want on this team. Now we have lost a little bit with Nazir Adderley. Gilman is going to be our guy probably for our uh, free safety position. You got obviously Cleo Mack who had a good solid year. Bosa, we just need to have him on the field. We need to have him on the field and make sure that he's out there this year. I really hope that he's going to come into the great shape. I mean, based upon what I'm hearing, he's saying he feels much better. He's had actually some multiple surgeries. He had an ab situation going on there. Obviously, I had a groin situation last year. He just needs to be on field, and we need him out there. He is a true leader for this team, and we need to make sure that he's out there. So once again, going back to the J.C. Jackson side thing with the state of, of the quarterbacks, that's a big thing for us. If we could get J.C. Jackson out there, a guy that we paid tons of money to, and he could be that guy, this team defense could be phenomenal. Uh, my hopes of this team Big goal, stay where we're at as a as a cornerback side of things, holding the pass down to a top five. I think we were seventh last year against the pass. Stay in that range. 
but really get our run defense situated. And I think we got that a little bit more with Eric Kendricks. And, you know, I think that we have a guy that could actually really do much better against the run for us. So my hopes is, is that we will have a nice increase on this defense all around. So moving on, two guys that we added in the draft, Tuli Tupulotu and Dayon Henley. I love these guys. I think Tuli could be a phenomenal guy to learn from Mac and Bosa. I do think we will see a good ability of having Tuli out there every now and then too. I think he will get some good field time. I'm not saying I hope that he's a, as a starter, but the same side, we need to make sure Mac and Bosa are out there. But I think Tuli could be that guy that could actually play a little bit on the D-line too, inside D-line if necessary. He kind of was a tweener at USC, so we'll see where he kind of pans out. But I think he could be a great addition to this team. And I like his his energy, especially from the highlights I've seen from USC in doing extremely well. You know, led USC in sacks, led Pac-12 in sacks. He was just an absolute beast. Dayon Henley. His energy's awesome. Dude reminds me a little bit of like Denzel Perryman, just a, just a thumper of a guy. And uh, I think there's a great chance that he has the ability to be a starter for this team uh, over Kenneth, Mur uh, Kenneth Murray. Um, <laughs> we'll see how it goes, but I think Dayon's got the ability to be that guy, a high-end tackler, a very high-energy kind of guy, a guy that's good against the pass too, and just all around a much better addition to this team i really love the way this draft class really panned out for us and I, i'm excited to be able to see how these rookies come out and play for us so moving on special teams i'm just going to briefly go over it ryan ficken did a phenomenal job for us last year we got jk scott back big need to have that guy back his hang time was phenomenal for us that made a massive difference for our special teams but this guy right here that we drafted darius davis Speedy guy. This is kind of the second coming of, in a sense, of uh, Darren Sproles. Small guy, lots of speed. This guy has the ability to really take the ball to the house. I think he had about six or seven touchdowns in his college career off punt returns, kick returns. So he has the ability to really take this unit to a whole nother level. We obviously lost um, um, our, our past uh, DeAndre uh, Carter. Um, last year, he was our punt return guy. Never really had that ability to really take the top off of this uh, special teams and really be a major threat. I think this is the guy that is the X factor for this team that could really open up the ability to take some punt returns and kick returns to the house this year. And on top of that, the offensive side of things, too. He could be an X factor player. It could be great for jet sweeps and such, too. So I'm excited to be able to see that and add this guy to this team to really find a way to be able to add an extra gear all around. So moving on, talk about the schedule, just to kind of wrap things up a little bit. There's a lot of big games here. We have kind of a short bye week here um, on uh, week five there, but big games that we're going to look at here, you know, we got to find ways to beat this division and win this division. Got to beat the Raiders. I think we have a great chance to be able to start up very, very strong this upcoming season. And I, I think that we could go into the bye week, possibly as a 4-0 type team. Uh, we'll see. Going into that Cowboys game right after that is a big, big game for us. Kind of a possible revenge game, you know, for Kellen Moore. I don't know. But 
I'll say this. We have to beat the Chiefs. We have got to find a way to beat the Chiefs. And this would be the game to do it. Away in their home on, is it week seven, I believe. Find a way to beat them then. Because then what does it do later in the year? Last game of the season at home against the Chiefs. Man, if we could just get one, if the Broncos could find a way to be able to beat the Chiefs, because I think they're close. I don't think that... <laughs> I don't think the Raiders got a chance this year, by the way. That's that's the goal this year. Beat the Chiefs. Find a way to shrink up this division to have a chance for the Chargers to steal this one from the, the Chiefs. And I think there's a lot more right now with the Chargers that were very similar as teams that we could just be right in that zone to be able to take this division this year. The hopes is we know what the Chiefs are. We know what Andy Reid Patrick Mullins has done to this division. They have taken a hold on it. Chargers haven't won the division for 13 years, I think it is now. It's a long time. But this is something that I think we do have got to look at. We got to beat the Chiefs, and we're not far off from the last couple of years. We got to find a way to beat the Chiefs um, at least one game this year to have a chance at this division. Big games, too. You could kind of go back to some of the Bronco games, obviously divisions. It's Bill's games major. Patriots, to me, is a big one because it's a way. It's in December. We got to find a way to beat Bill Belichick. We just got to do it at some point. So bottom line, guys, we got some really, really amazing season in front of us. You know, I, I the goal for this team, in my opinion, is find that extra step. Last year, I think we got an extra step last year. We have got to the playoffs, should have won a game, but did not do that this year. We got to get to the playoffs once again. If you could get the division even better, puts us in a better position, puts us in a home potential game for us uh, going into the playoffs. We need to get that extra level. We need to find a way to be able to take that extra step in the playoffs, win a playoff game. Sky's the limit for this team all around. We just need to find a way to take the next step. Defense needs to take a next step. We need to really see the Brandon Staley defense as a team. On top of that, we just need to stay healthy, and we have made some changes also that we've talked about with adding Sal Lopez to the team from the Titans, who's had a good track record of very healthy teams, and make sure this team is healthy all around. We all talk about we're a paper team at this point. We have such good talent on this team, probably closer to one of the more talented teams in the NFL. It's just our issue is we cannot stay healthy. If we could just stay healthy as a team, this team has – Sky is the limit. We have the ability to be able to get even up to 13 wins, in my opinion. Hey, Vegas is already saying we're we're favored in 13 of 17 games right now. So sometimes Vegas ain't wrong. And hey, if we get 13, that's big, 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 big for this team. So we're excited about it, guys. We'll be at training camp next week. Can't wait to be there, guys. Can't wait to say hello to everybody there. Say what up to us, guys. And we're gonna have a great time there. And I cannot wait for this season, guys. We are almost there. So once again, guys, like, subscribe, appreciate all the support, love, and everything, guys. Bolt Bros, let's go.